The City of Kingston proudly acknowledges the Borong people of the Kulin Nation as the traditional owners and custodians of this land, and we pay respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. Welcome to Kingston Youth Services Platform 81 podcast. This is Kiss My Art, the podcast about artists by artists. I'm your host, Cece. I'm a musician, filmmaker, and actor who has gathered a few friends along the way, and I'm so thrilled to introduce them to you all. Today on Kiss My Art, we have Tristan Heath. Tristan is a young singer-songwriter from Melbourne. Tristan has played throughout the city, all the way down to the peninsula at many wineries and bars. Tristan has also had the pleasure of playing at Mount Buller last year during the snow season, recently performed at Morty Festival at the Fraser stage, and with his genre of acoustic folk music, Tristan thoroughly enjoys playing his covers as well as his original songs. Without further ado, Tristan, welcome. Thank you for having me. Yay. Wow. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. Yeah? I'm feeling good. It's good to be here. You're excited? Now, you said that when you first came in, this is like the first time you've done something like this. Yes. I've never done something like this. No. Wow. Mm. So, like, as in, like, anything to do with, like, promoting your music? Like, have you done, like, promotion at all before? I've done promotions just through, like, social media and things like that, but nothing on a scale of, like, a podcast. But it's yeah. always a bit interesting. And it is, isn't fun. it? Do you feel like, do you, do you feel like you're stepping up? Into the world, yeah. Um, no, nah, not quite. Never like that. But yeah. um, no, nah, it's just it's good little community podcast you've got going. So it'd be good. It's always good to yeah. just jump on and help out in that way. Absolutely. So, I mean, let's dial it back. How did you start? Like, when did you start doing music? Um, I started doing live music when mm. I was about eighteen. I've always had like loved playing music yep. when I was younger and things like that. Mm. Um, and it was always. A little bit difficult to find the confidence to go and do it properly, but as soon as I finished school, I found sort of more of a confidence, and to eventually mm. now it's been a lot easier for myself. That's amazing. So, what at eighteen were you like? What pushed you to be like, oh, like I really like to do this? Don't like to do this. No, or, oh, I'd yeah. like to do this. Yeah, yeah. Like this. Um, whew, uh, well, basically, I just I always enjoyed playing, and yeah. I always enjoyed playing to myself. I never had the direct confidence to go out and play in front of people like I know a lot of people um really enjoyed you know doing the school bands and things Mm. like that and there's nothing wrong with that but I felt never confident enough to go and do that um I felt like I'd be ridiculed from different people at school and Mm. things like that and Mm. it really um it really discouraged me from sort of doing that um when I got to 18 I knew school was finished and I got offered to do a gig um just a local gig at Linford and Co Wow. Um, when I was 18 and I did that and that was my first gig and it was a little half an hour, 45 minute set and mm. I really enjoyed it and I wanted to do that more and more. Mm. Um, and then I, when I got offered gigs um, on a bigger scale, I sort of declined them um, at the start oh. because it was a bit of a confidence thing. Yeah. Um, and eventually now I'm sort of happy to just do whatever when I find the time. Yeah, that's really awesome. So how did you like get started doing this? Like, were you just like, in your bedroom like oh I can play the guitar I'm just gonna play this song and write some music (laughs) (laughs) um no I started doing it I think I just always had the passion to learn to play Mm. guitar um and then I just practice and practice and my parents love to joke about it because they always say to me music's the only thing they never had to ask me to do (laughs) (laughs) so I'd spend hours in my room just practicing playing and playing and eventually it just involves singing and Mm. just singing to myself um and I never wanted to do it in front of people but very happy to play guitar in front of people but never wanted to sing Mm. Mm. I feel like singing is so like it's in your face you know Mm. like you if you mess up 
it's all on you. Yeah. Is that how you feel about it? Yeah, it's a lot more noticeable. Mm. I've known, like if you stuff up a chord on a guitar, oh. it's very easy to fix totally. and without anyone noticing. Mm. If you have a voice crack while singing, <laughs> yeah. it is very, very noticeable <laughs> and you get the looks and it's not yep. enjoyable. No. <laughs> a lot more vulnerable. Exactly. Mm. And so speaking of vulnerable, mm-hmm. I, I always associate vulnerability with writing music. Mm. I don't know about you, but like, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I do. It's, I've never been one to sort of write diaries and things like mm. that. Um, mm. It's for a mental state of point, mm-hmm. um, but I've felt very okay um, with writing music and putting my emotions into words in a musical scale. Um, yeah. And that's been sort of my outlet in a way of, yeah, but, my vulnerability. Yeah. It's so hard to explain what um, songs and how they're written and what's it about. And sometimes mm. I might not feel comfortable sharing that yeah. um, because it is probably my most vulnerable st- side of myself. Yeah. Like you have to really like put it all out there when you're writing music. Yeah. Right. Mm. But it pays off. Like, so how long have you been writing original music? I- I've always tried to write since I was mm. like 13. Oh, wow. Um, but, it was never, it was never great music when I was thirteen. Yeah. Um. Um. But and it was very. Uh, that was part of the whole school bullying sort of thing. Was, mm. was um putting myself out there in that sense, which really deterred me from ever making any written music public until mm. I finished. Until I got out of school and turned eighteen, and um I started putting things out and something that I felt very comfortable with, with my music and what direction I wanted to write in as well. Yeah, mm. that's good. No, it absolutely. Like I feel like. Any young person at school wanting to pursue an art mm. is just like it's so difficult to feel that kind of support. Yeah, but it's there. Mm. Like you just have to like find the right people, kind of thing. Absolutely. Is that what you found? I did find that. Mm. I found that there's people that don't understand the mm. art side of thing, and there's nothing wrong with people that play sport and things like that. I yeah. play. I played sport my whole life. Yeah. Um, but. I'd always had a more of a passion for music, but never wanted to do that because I always wanted to be the sporty boy. Yeah. Um, but that's not necessarily the right thing. Um, yeah. I think I think it's getting better in schools for sure with arts programs. Um, I think if you have a passion for it, you it's really hard to block out what people think. But once you can really get the confidence to do that, the sky's the limit on yeah, these sort of things. Exactly. This sounds very much like Troy Bolton. Like very high school musical of you. I want to do sport, but I want to play music. <laughs> no, in a way, in yeah, a way, right? that's funny. Yeah, because so, someone mentioned that a few weeks ago actually to me, um, is that you're very Troy Bolton-like. And I was, it's funny you say that. <laughs> no, but that's good. Like, you know what? He got to do both. Yes, he and did. And that is wonderful, right? And yeah. he was happy that way. <laughs> yeah. So when you left high school, how long ago was that now? So I finished in 2018. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Oh, me too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's been so long now. So for all those years, you've just been you've just been writing your music, really committing to it. So what else have you been doing? Have you been studying music or? No, never done any course in music, never even had a guitar lesson. Um, really? Nah, just wow. might have had one at school or something, but mm. I wasn't. It wasn't for my type of learning yeah. of music, and I, I'm very um, everything that I've done has been self-taught. Mm. Um, yeah. Wow. So you left high school and you were like, okay, cool. Like now I could do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And like, how has that been? Like, do you just feel so much like better? Like, do you feel like something's like released or anything? Like, I feel like you can really shape who you want to be once you finish school. Yeah. I feel like you have the tools to try everything at school. Mm. Um, which is great and I'm grateful for, but mm. um, 
I feel like once you finish school, it's you can really pick and choose. Like, I actually really enjoy this, and I want to go in that direction in my life, yeah. and not worry about anything else. And yeah, that's great. I see a lot of people I went to school with that do different things now, and they would have never. I never thought they had those interests at school. Yeah, right. Mm. It's wonderful. And so, okay, let's go back to your intro where we were talking about the type of music you play, mm-hmm. folk. Mm. Is that always something you've been drawn to? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. As a when I was 14, 13, I used mm. to love SoundCloud and used to go on all the up-and-coming artists Classic. and things like that. Um, I was really into Ziggy Alberts when I was, like, 14, mm-hmm. um, and he's very folk-orientated. Yeah. Um, ben Howard and there's another one. Classic. And um, I just loved loved that type of music, the acoustic sound and the emotional side of mm. their songwriting, their vulnerability in their songwriting and emotion behind their music. is not just a pop song. It's just – it's actually got – a lot of passion behind their writing and that's what I really attached myself to. Yeah, and you feel like your music now, do you feel like it does that? I feel like that, yeah, I do. Every song that I've written, actually, it, it means a lot to me in a different mm. way for one way or another. Yeah. And when I perform it, it is hard to do at times because it is bringing up a lot of a lot of stuff, whether yeah. it's positive or, or negative, um, it can be really vulnerable for me to do. Mm. And, so, and so when you were performing... How did like how was it in the beginning like because you you never did any training or you never had any interest in the beginning but when you started out how was that for you Yeah, it was really anxiety ridden. <laughs> the worst. It's yeah. the worst. Did you have the like the stomach pains mm. and the cramps? I had I had the whole shakes and the whole whole everything yeah. and you know sing very quietly and mm-hmm. sort of things like that. Mm. Um, yeah, it was really, really difficult for me to start and have the confidence to do it. I can't stress that enough how how hard it was to be, even just in a small pub with not many people listening. A lot of people just go there for dinner and yeah. not really even care what you're doing. Yeah. Um, but, but to that you, was, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that was it. I'm yeah. my biggest critic. I always mm. have been. Yeah. yeah. Gosh. No, it seriously is like the worst. It's the worst feeling because you're like, I want to do this so bad. Like I've been practicing for so long. And then you're like, this hurts. It's so, it's hard. Mm. But how are you now with it? I feel I feel a lot better. Look, yeah. don't get me wrong. I still get very nervous at mm. times um, for certain gigs and I've um, and things like that. Um, but it it's a lot better than what I was. I really really struggled to get up there. But now I, I'm very easy to get up there. It doesn't really matter yeah. to me um, about like it obviously matters. But it's yeah. um, it it doesn't matter in a sense where it's not going to be life or death. No, absolutely. Bad or too good. Yeah, and so you started playing at wineries just around your area. Is that right? And just bars and stuff. Yeah, so I started at Linford and Co. I um, was on a Wednesday night. Oh, that's a great place to do it, though. Like yeah. it's local, and like it usually. How, how was the crowd there? Yeah, like it was good. Like mm. the, um, I had a lot of friends come and watch me actually, which was nice that first time. I remember that. Mm. Um, and yeah, it was it was good because a lot of people were just having a few drinks and it didn't really matter. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I just moved up from there to going to sort of the Bay Mordialic, yep. um, which is closing down now. But it was really, really good, and they gave me a lot of a lot of work, and they mm. really enjoyed my music, which was great. Um, yeah, you have the right vibe for the Bay. Yeah, yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, um, but they, yeah, they were really they were really good to me, so mm. I appreciate them. Um, and then I yeah, I've just sort of played, just gone up from there, and just gone to different bars, different venues, and just um, different opportunities have come my way and yeah. I've just sort of taken it now whereas I used to would say no but now I'm sort of saying yes a bit more. That's yeah. good. Yeah, no, being able to like kind of accept your own like t- 
talent and skill and being like, okay, I can do this. It's a really big step. Do you feel like you've like, are you proud of yourself? Do you reckon if you saw yourself like four years ago, would you be proud of yourself now? Yeah, I would be. I I definitely am. Mm. Um, Just more because I think I'm the only one that really knows what it was like for me at the start to now. Yeah. And I am proud to get to sort of where I am. I'm not famous or anything, but like, you know, I'm just, I'm playing gigs, venues that I would have never thought I'd have the confidence to do. And it's really great that I'm able to do that. Yeah. What's been like the, the craziest, like the place that you've been most proud of playing at? Well, I really enjoyed playing at Mount Buller. Um, yeah, that's cool. That's so cool. Yeah. How did you get that? So, yeah, I just got – I reached out. I got spoken to mm. by um, by someone who was running events up there um, mm. and they said, would you like to play there? Um, and I said, yeah, that'd be fantastic. Wow. And it was really, really good because it was just um, – like there was a lot of people there listening, sitting down, watching. It was hard on my own stage, and it was mm. just I've never done something like that before. And mm. it was just a really nice setting, a lot of families, and it was just really nice. Yeah. And how long was the set? Was it, it was a few hours? So I played hours. Yeah, played three hours. Um, so yeah, I played for about three hours, mm. and yeah, it was it was quite good. Is that your typical set? Like you go pretty long when you? Yeah, do? it's usually two or three hours. You might have mm. the occasional hour. Yeah. Um, Depends on the venue and things like that. Mm. Um, like if I play at weddings or things or like events, private events, like mm. they, they sort of pick the time. But if you're playing at a pub or a, a venue, usually it's about two, three hours. Yeah. Wow. So you played at weddings and stuff. I have played at a couple weddings. A couple? Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Okay. How's that? That's so funny because, like, I I feel like we haven't had any wedding singers in our like podcast yet. So this is really exciting. Like, so what's it like for you? Because mm. is this what you wanted? Um, look, I, I, I enjoy playing them. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really make a difference for whether I'm playing a wedding or not. Like I've played a couple. I have, I mm. wouldn't say I'm played a lot of weddings. Yeah. I've, def, I've just played a couple and I've played, I've played a lot of engagement parties to be honest. Oh, wow. Um, which have been really good. Mm. Um, I played at one wedding and it was a surprise wedding, which I knew about. <gasps> so cute. Yeah. I knew about it cause they told me, said, look, we're of actually course. getting married, but don't tell anyone. Oh. Um, I didn't know the person, but mm-hmm. um, I was like, okay, great. he's like, can you learn this song for like his first dance? And that was quite <gasps> nice and quite special. It was very intimate and yeah, That's adorable. Nice. <laughs> oh my God. Did you shed a tear? I would have shed a tear. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was more focused on not stuffing out the words. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. So, um, so you're obviously still playing now, right? Mm. What is coming up? Like, do you have any things that you're really looking forward to, like, playing? Yeah, so in a few weeks, uh, May 21st, I have my first original show, which I've been booked for, which has been quite nice. It's been really good because I've never had something like that. Like, Mm. I've always enjoyed playing my original music, um, but although it's, I understand, like, a lot of pubs and things like that, they tend to want to have covers, which is completely understandable. Sure. Um, To have... Yeah, they've booked me and to ask me just to play original music is really special to me. Um, okay. So I'll play that on May 21st in, in Port Melbourne. That would be quite good. Oh, perfect. Which place? It's called CBCO. Oh, wow. Yeah, so you got um, booked for it? Yeah, I got they booked. They reached out? Yeah, so they've reached out. Wow. Um, so your headline show. <laughs> I wouldn't That's say. amazing. <laughs> wouldn't say like that. Um, it's, an ori- it's an original Sunday thing they're doing. So they've um, – but they have um, – I think it's once a month they have a couple artists just do original sets. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so I'll go and play that. And it's the first time I've just played, oh, I played Morty Fest and that was very original stuff. But other than that, it's, it's been, this would be my second, just purely originals, no covers, which is going to be great. 
That is amazing. So do you have an opener and everything as well? So it's like a full, oh, wait, no, this is just for, so how does this work? Yeah, so I play as the, I guess, main sort of yeah. actor the, on the latest stage and there is someone opening for me, but oh, they've yeah. booked that person oh, um, themselves and they're going to get their opportunity to play their original stuff as yeah. well. Um, and yeah. That's so cool. You know, because there's so many opportunities like that out there. Mm. It's just about like getting your name out there. Did you Have you found that like with being a musician, it's all about just like, doing it and people finding you through other like avenues it's very word of mouth yes you start it i mean for that part of yeah being when i first started i Mm. never would have reached out to a venue and i never did and i I never really have to be honest like it's always been word of mouth or they've found me through my social media or they've listened to my music and they've Mm. enjoyed it or they've had a friend tell them about this and i've sort of had it but that's what you want right because it's like People have been talking about me. They yeah. know what I they, know, they want me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In a way. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good to have that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And obviously there's like so many benefits and you feel great like doing it, but like what's been like a more challenging aspect of pursuing this kind of music career? Um, yeah, the challenging aspect is getting over what people think and worrying about what you think. Totally. And um, for anyone that is starting out, you know, it is it is important to know that it's a lot of people just are jealous about totally. uh, about what you do, mm. and um, the, a lot of people out there just with tall poppy syndrome, just wanting to bring you down. Um, yeah. yeah, they love to do that, right? Mm-hmm. It's hard, I think, especially because it's one of those careers that you go into—not even a career, but like a hobby that you do. Where if it goes really well, like people are like, oh, whatever. Like they're not even that great, mm-hmm. and it's like. Why put me down? Yeah. Like it's you're doing what you love. Have, so you have you faced that before? Oh, absolutely. Oh, Especially yeah. in school, and oh. that's um, yeah, even yeah, friends or whatever. Mm. It's it's it was very different to now. Yeah. Um, but it was very hard for me. That was my biggest challenge: is not worrying about what people thought yeah. or said because at the end of the day, they don't actually know because they don't play music. They no. don't worry about them. Because at the end of the day, if you're getting booked for venues, Mm -hmm. you must be doing something right. Exactly. (laughs) And also, if you're having fun, Mm. that should be what matters, right? Absolutely. Yeah. If if you're enjoying yourself, who cares? Because you're doing what you like doing. Mm -hmm. No, it's very difficult. I agree. Like, I think that's been one of the big things that's like an overarching theme within like this podcast where it's just people not understanding and not like being able to see someone else's like direction in life. You know, because there's so many times where, you know, you want to do what you want to do, but other people have expectations for you. It's like, you don't know me. Mm. You don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess in bringing that to the next question is that what is something that like you have been told as an artist, as a musician, that is just like you just, you're just tired of hearing, <laughs> you know? Um, I'm tired of hearing. Yeah. Play <laughs> the best ones like, oh, you should play classics. No, <laughs> stop. How about no? Oh, yeah, yeah. play classics. Play like, um, yeah, well, I do play Wonderwall. Yeah. <laughs> and I get um, taken the piss out of yeah. So, um, but It's a good song. It's a good song. Yeah, yeah. No, I do my own spin on it. But, mm. um, yeah, like, you know, play your Dale or Dale Braithways, those sort of things, Mr. Yeah. Brightside, that sort of stuff, which I'll do, mm. I can do. Yeah. But it's like, how about... 
you listen to like this stuff that you haven't heard before, you might enjoy it. Exactly. Mm. No, when people like put in requests and stuff, it's like Yeah, that's the that's the hard one as well. Mm. When people come up to you and ask for requests, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not necessarily a karaoke machine. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not gonna play your songs because you want me to play your yeah, songs. Yeah, but I usually like give them my songs list and you say you can pick something from here if you'd like. Yeah. But um yeah, that's that's the hard one. Play what you think you're good at mm. and stick to it because um, it's actually quite subjective what people think of your music. So you should play what you want to play and people will enjoy it. Totally. because And if, you'll enjoy it. If you enjoy it, they can tell. Mm-hmm. Do you, Are you one of those like performers where you're really um, – you're affected by your, your audience? Yeah. Yeah. I, I can be, mm. uh, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I um, – if – like I said, a lot of some people in mm. some venues yeah. are there to eat their dinner, have a drink. Sure. They don't really know you there, yeah. and sometimes that can like be like, okay, they don't, they think I'm bad. Um, yeah, 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 and that's just me in my own head. I understand mm. that, but um, it's pretty natural for a lot of musicians to feel that way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, and like, so when you got up there and you're playing your music, like, do you feel like this is what you want to do? Mm. For like, for a while at least. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I think it's what I want to do deep yeah. down. Um, mm. it, it's difficult. You're in that when you get to that threshold of twenty three, which yeah. I am, yeah. and it's like, do you pursue this further? Do you get the nine to five? Yeah, um, I'm doing both <laughs> at the <laughs> moment. So it's the grind. It, it's um, if I was to do that music full time, I'd really go in all in it. Totally. If I was going to do the way I'm doing it now, it's sort of hard to go all in on it. So you do, if you really want to get to that next stage, because it's such a competitive industry. Absolutely. Um, you really have to put all into it. Mm, especially in Melbourne, like we're mm-hmm. the music capital of like the world. Like yeah. it's incredible. Like it's really, like I feel like there's a lot of support for local artists like anywhere here in Melbourne, but you're right. It's oversaturated. It's very difficult to stand out, but that's not really what matters, is it? No. It's just like, if you're having fun, mm-hmm. why not? If you're having fun, the, the work will come to you. Exactly. And if you're not enjoying it, the work's just not going to come to you. So yeah. you got to pick what you enjoy and stick yeah. to it. Yeah. Okay. So maybe tell me about your music. So how many originals have you written? Have you released any music? Like what's the... Yeah. yeah so I, have, I currently have two songs on Spotify. Oh, wow. Um, But I have a lot of written music that's ready to go. Mm-hmm. It's just about whether to release it, when to release it sort of sort of thing. Totally. Um, and, the, yeah, there's a few things that would need to come into play if I was going to release it because mm. I have got music out there for people to listen to yeah. um, under Tristan Heath mm-hmm. and, um, yeah. Wow. And so you're going to be playing a song for us later, <laughs> um, but maybe do you want to walk us through, like, how you came up with this song, How you, if you'd like, if you're comfortable with it, yeah. uh, if you would like to walk us through like your process of writing that song and kind of like how you got here. Yeah. So um, I've just, I found that with writing music mm. and it was funny, I was listening to the Lewis Capaldi Classic. documentary um, mm-hmm. on Netflix and he was saying something similar. The best songs are the ones that sort of just come to you. You know, you can't just go and sit down and say, I'm going to write five songs today because you, it needs to be, you need to be in the mood for yeah. it. You need to be in the headspace for it. Exactly. And um, a lot of the stuff I've written, you know, to be honest, it has been in probably a lower mood and I've been it able helps. to put that into paper. Yeah. yeah. No, like it's it's that kind of like silly thing where people go like, oh, artists are so sad and it's like, 
Well, sometimes, you know, like not always, but sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. sometimes. And um, it's it's interesting. Yeah, the process of writing them, it, it it's come to me. And sometimes, like I think the songs I've written, they've probably come to me in an hour, maybe less. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and I've mm. just sort of touched up on it from there. Sometimes it's come in 15 minutes and I've just sort of touched up on going from there. Yeah, mm. that's crazy. And so the song that you're going to be performing for us, is was that a 15-minute song and it just came to you? Um, yeah, I think yeah. It, was, it, was, it sort of just came to me mm. and I've just sort of sort of played it and I've really enjoyed how it is and mm. where it's going, yeah. That's amazing. Well, I mean... Shall we hear this song? Shall we? <laughs> sure, sure, yeah. sure thing. Amazing. Okay. Hi, this is Tristan Heath, and this is called Gold Coast Girl. Just hold me 
Okay, wow. That was, your voice is incredible. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, what the hell? That was amazing. <laughs> okay, well, well, we'll wrap things up. But like, oh my God, that was great. Dude, that, let's just do a recap really quickly. <laughs> so that was an original? That yeah, you that was an original. Wow. Yeah. And, okay, so guys, this hasn't been released anywhere. We got an exclusive <laughs> listen to a new song. How do you, are you proud of that one? Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's something that means a lot to me. Yeah, um, yeah. So it sounded yeah. amazing. Thank you. Seriously, like your voice is. I told. I would absolutely. You have such a, a a lovely voice. Like it's really like nice and like you're right. It's wedding vibe. <laughs> 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 that was amazing. Thank you. Um, well, do you have anything to plug before you go? Um, any music? Oh, you might plug your music, your socials, do all that. Oh, okay, no worries. Um, yeah, anyone that wants to listen to more, um, that's a song that isn't released, so you can find some stuff on Spotify. Um, just Tristan Heath music for everything, Instagram, Facebook, um, Tristan Heath on Spotify, SoundCloud. And so yeah, true. Apple music, everything. So, Yay. Yeah. Well, Tristan, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. It was a pleasure having you and um, good luck for the future. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> If anything we covered today causes you any questions or concerns, please contact Lifeline on 13114 or Kids Helpline on 1800-55-1800 or Headspace on 1800-650-890. Don't be afraid to reach out.